Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number two of Chats with Sweetie. Chats with Sweetie. Starring Belen, my beautiful wife, an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial woman, wow. a manager to the stars, because she just manages my life. I'm not a star, but you know. I, I was I, just going to say, what star am I I have managing? to fluff it, Jesus Christ. And with me, Alejandro, the guy from YouTube that only talks about cars. Hey. Well, I do manage Fiona. <laughs> that is true. And she was featured on Elle magazine. That is true. So, sweetie, girl. today we have a big, big podcast. The first episode was had such a good reception. Everybody just left amazing comments, and thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, I feel like you feel really good about this. How do you feel about it? I do. It was exciting. I, I was... I went into it trying not to think about it because I didn't want to be like a disappointed or have my feelings hurt. Yeah. Because I'm very sensitive. <laughs> and I, it felt really good that people actually enjoyed it and like found it um, relatable. Relatable yep. and interesting. Yeah. So I was really excited to do episode two. Episode number of those. Well, I'm, I'm glad we're doing it too. And uh, uh, now that we have some consistency since Sergio's back from COVID. Yay, he <laughs> Yay. survived. Sergio made it, <laughs> everyone. Thank God, Sergio. I don't think they know that I Thank God. No, uh -oh. oh, yeah. In English, we never announced that Sergio had it. Well, That's why. So we interrupted all of our pod, all of our shit because uh, only the podcast, really, because yeah. Sergio had COVID. And we were like, we just don't want to be in a room with Sergio right now. It's true. Even though we love you, Sergio. True. Uh, we just don't, we don't love COVID. So <laughs> listen, today we're going to talk about uh, moving because Belinda and I are moving. We're not going to say anything more until we get to it right now. True. We're also going to talk about the biggest things that you can stand about me and that I can stand about you. And we'll oh. debate whether you need to accept someone or change them. Yes. And uh, trust me, the answer for her will be change me. Uh, and then we're gonna, then Belen's going to help us and we're going to give you some stories on Christmas holiday shopping for your loved ones and what not to do and uh, how Do's I do and it. Don'ts. I'm going to tell you how I do it and then Belen's going to tell you how she thinks I do it and then I'll tell you what I think she's doing, which obviously whatever she's doing is the wrong thing. So sure. let's, let's start from the beginning, sweetie. Number one, how was your week? How's it going? Well, I'm with you every single day. <laughs> So I don't I know if it's ask fair for, everybody. for you to ask me how my week was, but my day was good. Okay. It was, it started at 7 a.m. And I thought there was a tsunami happening in the kitchen. So I had to deal with a couple fires in the house. Why? What was it? I don't know. I think it was the water tank. So what happened the water exactly? Heater. Can you please? Okay. Because let me tell you this. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on, sweetie. Hang on. You're not going to tell the juicy stuff. I will. I mean, it's really it's, not that it's juicy. early in the morning. I wake up. I'm waiting, you know, like, like. Any other husband you know what? in bed let for me, my breakfast. Let me stop him right there. He gets a green juice and a coffee every single day in bed. I've been doing this for him for almost 13 years. Thank you, baby. It's I appreciate definitely it. definitely not normal. So now th this normal thing that every wife does for their husband, uh, I'm waiting for this to happen at the house. And then Belen shows up a little late and I'm like, what's going on? You know, I get mm -hmm. upset. Like I need my green juice right now. And she walks in and she's like, can you come with me? I'm like, oh, you're you. You're a liar. It's eight. I handled everything. Let me like, first of all, I never said come to the kitchen. Let me backtrack. I went into the kitchen. I heard a lot of water. It sounded like there was literally a faucet on. I went to the garage where the water tank tank is. Yeah. And I went to the kitchen. There was no water coming out of the kitchen sink. So I did the responsible thing and obviously text message our handyman. Okay. He wouldn't know what to do. I'm and an, by the way, I'm an expert in real estate. Everybody knows that. It's just real estate has nothing to do with fixing it. You know, you can be an expert in cars and not know how to fix them. I can be an expert in real you estate. You definitely would not, not have know known anything. what to do. So he told me to turn off the <laughs> valve would've. and to 
disconnect that electrical wire and most likely a pipe exploded underneath the bed. Most likely, sweetie. I don't know why I said bed. Underneath the house. Yeah. So I did all that and then I delivered your breakfast and I said, by the way, this is what's going on. I've already handled it. There's no hot water, but when you want to take a, a shower, I will turn it back on for you. That is what I said. And let me ask you this. Have I showered? <laughs> no. Because exactly. You love a por- the- <laughs> he loves a Portuguese shower I, I, and he left. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you insulting Portuguese people <laughs> from, you call from it. the get-go? Portuguese people are not dirty people that pretend to shower, babe. I call that Portuguese shower a Portuguese shower because no one understands it. You don't really have to shower every day. There's some days that you're like, listen, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to apply more deodorant. Yeah. Apply my creams and my moisturizers. Uh, and you know, hope that I don't well, realize hang that on, you Hang on. Change your underwear. Oh, throw, throw thank some, God. Throw some water in your head, in your face, and then go to bed. And then the next day, you'll shower. That's a Portuguese shower. It's an in-between a shower. I don't understand what is the problem with this. You're taking a shower when we get home. That's all I know. It can be a Portuguese shower. <laughs> I showered yesterday at night. Oh, my God. This is what I'm saying, guys. I can't believe I'm discussing this in front of everyone. Everybody does this. And Anyways, if not, they're pretending. So that handled. I handled that. Thank you. Then I had 50 other things I had to deal with this morning. Just Monday stuff, you know? Like, no, we had a billion things to do with the house, with the yes, moving. Because we're moving. getting a new house. Yeah. There was a lot going on. I was in my gym clothes at 8 a.m. And I still haven't worked out. I just put sweatpants on to come to this. But... It was a good day, but when there's positives, there's sometimes chaos. Yeah. And I literally just started laughing because I said to him this morning, I said, you know, we got these great news this morning, but there might be a broken pipe underneath this house. But it's okay because we're just going to laugh. Well, we're going to laugh. And also, that's not our house, so we're good. Most importantly. (laughs) If that would have happened in the new house, then I'd be having We'd be devastated. I would have an existential crisis. But this has happened to someone else's house that we've taken care of, like, in a really good way. Absolutely. But if the pipe is bursting, you know, you got to lay down the pipe. Yeah. Right. Right, babe? Like, if you don't do it right, it's going to break in the house. That's what I think happens. Um, And just did paperwork. (laughs) I took Fiona out. And here I am. How was your day? My day was good. Uh, I was really busy this morning, like incredibly busy. Working well, from bed. Watching. Well, no, I was catching up on my sports. Um, you know, <sighs> I'll be honest with you. It's just Carson Wentz wasn't doing really great for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's the quarterback there, and he finally got moved, and the Eagles played really well. So I was just, you know, on top of everything, of like course. the important stuff that yeah. happens in the world. So I was making sure Carson Wentz, you know, was talked about properly everywhere. And after an hour of that, well, in between that, I was really worried about the pipes, too. Yeah, I could tell. It took a while. So I was worried for a while while having my breakfast and also watching the sports and shows not one like crazy. T- not one point you got up to come see what was happening. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're wrong, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go into your mistakes or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Because uh, I'm not that type of guy, you know? You're not. Bad. I always No, I yeah. always take the high road. So, <laughs> so after that happened... Uh, the people that clean our house, the, the beautiful our people, our housekeepers that come clean the, clean the house came over. And I was like, man, I, I need to let them work. Like, I, I can't be in their way. You need to leave. So I went to a hookah bar at 11 in the morning. Uh, like, that you you do every day. Don't worry about that. So I went to a hookah bar at 11 in the morning because, you know, I had to I had Because you're go. classy. I, not only classy. Yes. Thank you for noticing. Mm-hmm. I'm not only classy. You have to know that I'm also really considerate. So I'm, I'm getting out of the way. 
So I got out of the way. I went to this hookah bar. Uh, aside from smoking hookah and eating delicious uh, Middle Eastern food, I also did all of my marketing plan for all of the companies and a schedule for all in the In your videos. little planner? That's right, sweetie. Yeah, you got a planner. I got a plan. <sighs> See, I can't do anything right. Even when I get a planner, <laughs> it's wrong. So I did all of my plans. I got home. I finished those plans. I emailed everyone at every single company that I have to email because of Aileron. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the holidays right now. If you, if you sell alcohol, let me tell you something, guys. There's no time for fucking around. You just got to make sure that uh, everything is right. So th that was easy. It took me like seven minutes. And after I was done, uh, I just sat on the couch watching more sports. Sounds so like my you had a great Monday. My day's been busy. <sighs> Sounds like you had a really Sorry, easy Monday. Sorry, let me just unwind a little bit. <sighs> there you go. Feeling much better. Good. So, talking about some stressful stuff, let's talk about moving. Because we've moved a lot. Belen and I have met in, uh, uh, when we met originally, we lived in the same building. And even then, we moved twice, I think, together, So, right? we have moved a total of seven times. Yeah. And this will be our eighth time in 13 years. That's not bad. I feel like we can do We've better. We've moved five times in five years, can basically. I, okay, so don't I buy a lot of cars and I, I used to cycle through them really fast? Yeah. Why can I also cycle through houses Well, really because fast? you don't do anything for the move. I don't, I don't understand why. Hang on. I never ask you, who, hey, by the way, who's helping with the move? Who's not? Who's doing what? Because I handle everything. I mean, this homeboy was in Sundance this year when we moved. Here's the deal. Legit. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about moving <laughs> and let's talk... <laughs> Yeah. Let's talk about uh let's talk about this in a different way. Uh from all the times that you've been moving, how do you feel now about your move? You mean us moving, not me? Yeah, yeah, but uh, specifically um, I'm asking how do you feel about this specific move now? Because for example, we had a different year, we had a covid year and I feel like that really helped me knowing what I want. For sure. So, compared I think, to the first time I think it's to two now. things. So when we moved out of our previous home that was much bigger, yeah. We got rid of a lot of furniture for this new space we've been in. So that was great because, first of all, I was like, holy shit, we have so much crap. Yeah. Because when you have so much space, it's natural instinct to want to fill it. Yeah. Um, and we had stuff that literally we had from our apartment, our first apartment, like just, just like a mug or stupid shit. And I was like, why do we still have this? I know. I feel like a lot of people do that uh, a lot more than they should. Completely. Right? We were hoarding some shit that not once I ever wondered like, oh, my God, where's this? Like not I know, once. I know. So um, with this new move coming up, um, it's definitely a different type of move. But I think us being in quarantine this year, it really kind of made us realize what we wanted. Yeah. What was important to us. Mm -hmm. And the space. I can't emphasize the space situation enough because our previous house was 8,000 square feet. Yeah. And it had... <laughs> by the way, by the way, uh, I had a great time in that house and whatnot. But, Even though you were barely there. But but was that a little bit too big for two people? Well, y for you. F first of all. I love that Sergio's like. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> he's already like <laughs> judging so, us. All right, I'm sorry, Sergio. <laughs> I remember when we were looking at the house and I remember us having a conversation like this is huge. Like I had 11 bathrooms, you guys. Not bad. Seven bedrooms. We need more. And uh, you, you literally were like the bathroom thing sold you. And <laughs> literally. And. I remember thinking this is so big. Like, Thank what you. the fuck are we going to do? And I will tell. That go on, go that, on, sweetie, go on. That's <laughs> not. No. Um, wow. So, go on, sweetie, with your bullshit. <laughs> well, you stop with your bullshit. How about all right, that? All right, fine. So I remember thinking, like, 
how are we going to utilize this house? And I will say we definitely did utilize the house. Like we had so many people stay with us. Our office was in the guest house. We had epic parties. I loved hosting. But I remember when we, the last year we were there, you were not home. Like you were gone three weeks out of every single month. I was basically like a widow in this giant house by myself and it was lonely and it was just so much maintenance like it was crazy and even though we kind of only used one section of the house which was downstairs you literally didn't go to like two rooms for like a year like you didn't even know they were there that yeah that that's where i noticed that that we overdid it it was excessive you know as we go as we go and as we grow um you you want to try as much as you can right like uh, in this life and without being excessive obviously so we went from living in apartments to living in a house to living in a bigger house, in a bigger house. Every house was got bigger. Bigger, bigger, until we got to that house and we were like, damn, this is fucking crazy huge. Like, yeah. And to me, it's not so much about the money because right now we have the ability to buy a crazy huge house. But instead, we want to stick to what we said because of what we're going to talk about right now. But man, that was a big lesson for me. I never again, I felt so stupid, just like in quarantine. I felt so stupid that... I would never go upstairs. Never, ever, 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 ever. I would never go to the backside of the house, like yeah. the other wing of the house. And we didn't, you like you really, I did more so than you, but you didn't even enjoy the backyard. No. Like, and it was such an epic backyard. Yeah. And we didn't grill and we didn't do all these things. Cause yeah. like many things in life, you take things for granted and yeah. we for sure did. Yeah. And, um, but it did teach us like, okay, well, quarantine, we were like, shit. Like the kitchen we currently have is just not ideal. Our, the setup we would enjoy. And we're like, okay, the next house needs to have a dope kitchen. But hang on. Uh, so let, let me just finish my idea so that we can get into what you're saying. So we go from that big ass house into the house that we had to find like in two weeks because I, I had to come back from Saudi. I had to go to Mexico. And, and then you for it- sure had COVID. <laughs> by the way which by the way do you remember when when we went to saudi how sick i was and on the plane and i was dying and they remember were like how you had to get the visa you need to, and yeah. he was like he had to go to the um what's it called uh to the embassy to the embassy or the uh, consulate or whatever yeah. it was and you were blue i i was dying i was not feeling great and listen if it was not COVID, you don't want to get whatever i had before yeah. that it was insane yeah uh, it was last november yeah so you know, we go from that house to a, a new house, which, listen, my, getting something smaller what to me, was, to, for me, something we needed because it was really stupid to have all, all that space for nothing. Like, you're just paying for nothing. It's dumb. Yeah. And then it costs you more with the maintenance and the water and oh my God, everything. The water is bill. just ridiculous, right? So from there, uh, we moved to this house, and I was like, man, this house is really fucking tiny, but it is what it is uh, for now while we buy our house. And quarantine started. And when quarantine started... You started to thrive? Well, I started to, number one, really, really enjoy myself. Because they were like, Alejandro, you don't have to do anything but chill for three months. I was like, what? This is his dream, his retirement. Is this my birthday? What's going on right now? Uh, so when I when I was put in, you know, like in house arrest with you, <sighs> number one, I enjoyed myself a lot. I, I had a lot of fun with you. That was, that was great. Yeah. And also with Fiona... Uh, I had a lot of fun with and Fiona Bella. and Tata and yeah. Bella. No, Bella didn't make it to quarantine, babe. Oh, yeah. It was just a, a Bella month passed away before. in February. Yeah. 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 But so, you were home. Huh? You were home in well, February. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, well, because everything started like, oh, we can't travel because yeah. we had one final trip, remember, to Barcelona? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was nuts. So once I stayed at home, uh, I really 
really started to, you know, let me start cooking, let me do this, let me do that. And I started to really understand what I wanted. And what you actually enjoyed. And what I actually really enjoyed. And just looking back at all the houses that we've gotten, I've never felt more prepared than right now yeah. to go into the house. And to me is, uh, uh, and this is the point that I was trying to make before, when we got the other house and at the end of it, I was like, man, that was wasteful and stupid. When quarantine started and I had all these cars just parked and the world is collecting dust and all these cars are just parked there, I'm like, how stupid are you? Like me, how well. stupid am I? Why am I collecting these things that are collecting dust that no one gives a shit about that I can't even go to a restaurant and be like, hey guys, look at me, I'm cool. Like, I felt really dumb. Yeah. And, and that really made me feel really good because I said, wow, I, I guess I don't need all these things so to make things. me so happy. Although, I'm not saying we're buying a fucking little two-by-two two house. No one's saying that. Uh, no. But I know what's essential. I know what I need. I know what like what I can utilize 100% to the you know fullest. And I know what will be worth it. So what's it been like to you for, for moving and having COVID and like the move that we're doing now? Well, I think if, if for, for me and hopefully for a lot of people, what quarantine has taught us is we actually need quite little. Yeah. And that so much of us have so much excessive shit that we don't need. So, you know, that got more developed for me, like as the months went on and I realized, oh, wow, I, I and this is silly, but it's like, oh, I don't need to get my nails done every single month. I don't need to do this every single week. And so with the house situation, it was kind of the same thing. I was like, why did like, actually, I want a great backyard. I want a garden and you know in our previous house I never did it and, yeah and we why had we had we were there for three years I could have totally done it and I remember that like on my birthday I was like I that's what I want to do I want to I want to plant all of our herbs and I want to have a garden and we started doing all these things that I have always longed for in our relationship that never really happened simple things like us going on walks gardening cooking like you know, you always traveled and you were gone and then you retired and was being home. We kind of realized, oh, wait, this is these are things we really enjoy. Yeah. And it's important to us to have a space that will bring us together as a family and do all of these things. And for me, I what I've discovered is and I think for you, too, this has always been my truth. I just never paid that much like I never put that attention into it like the gardening like being outside and doing all these things that bring me so much joy it's all these simple things that I didn't re like that weren't really the focal point because we were focused on all this other shit I feel like we're we, we're just distracted in general like you're put out into the world right and there's these all these billboards about like you want this and you want that and you want that and you want that yeah and you're like man and you start looking at all these billboards and you're like I want that I want that I want that but really there's the you inside I know that you're saying your truth but there's really the you inside that's like, nah, man, I just want this. But we're so distracted by One, the other shit. One hundred percent, but hundred percent. And but this I'm, time around, we had no choice but to listen to ourselves. Exactly, we like, and that's what I'm getting at. And yeah. that's when I was like, okay, it actually, I need to have a backyard that I can have garden and my fucking chickens that I've been wanting for like five years. <laughs> um, but I, I guess we're getting chickens. But it was the, it was that I was like, I just want a cozy family room and our kitchen and. Things that bring me joy and make me feel alive. And yeah. that's really is being outdoors, being with you, being active with Fiona and not all the dumb bullshit of like all my excessive clothing and my handbags and my shoes. And like, 
I love all of that and it's beautiful and it's part of who I am and my career, but it's like your cars was just collecting dust. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let me make some sweatsuits. Let me make some dope sweatsuits. And I did that and focused on that. And I feel like this move that we're about to embark on is going to be a whole new chapter and so exciting because it's taken us 13 years to really figure out what is really important to us. You it, know? What would you say is important in your new house? Like, uh, uh, what do you what do you want out of that place? What what is that perfect scenario in your head? Um, to customize it. No, but to customize what? Like, uh, for example, uh, in my in my scenario, and this is what I'm asking. In my scenario, I think the kitchen really became a, a key a focal element. point for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because especially from coming from Bridal, that was such a nice kitchen. It was beautiful. The house that we had before, and it, it was, was a huge. farmhouse. I never used it. Like we did a couple baking bakes, and like who gives a shit? He like, didn't know there was two dishwashers. For I had three no, years. I had no idea. No idea. I, he he once FaceTimed me with Rodrigo and asked me where the bowls were, you guys. I was in San Francisco. I was like, how do you get through life? I, no one knows. No one knows. But that's the truth. So to me, after going to bridal, not paying attention to the kitchen, and then being left alone, and then was like, all right, so what are you, what are you going to do, Alejandro, to be creative and be better at something? And I was like, cooking. Yeah. And cooking was my thing. And I really like cooking now. Uh, and I want to do it more. I just want to have like the, the proper space, space and, yeah. and materials because also I got cheap right now and I don't want to fucking spend money and buying all these uh, brand pots new pots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we'll do it when we get to the house. I want to be able to experience that. So to me, it's a, a big key point to have a really nice kitchen. Yeah. Another big key point to me is the I bathroom. I know what it is. The bathroom. It's the bathroom. I love my bathrooms. I, I love my shower. I love like that room as a whole. That, that's one room when you're vulnerable, guys. Come on, you're naked. You're walking around looking at your... He takes his like 30-minute sad dong. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, you know, it's got to have a nice shower that's customized. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got to have a, some space in the bathroom. And, and the bathroom's got to be like left alone, like separate from everything. Because in the house that we're in right now... <laughs> well, we're gonna, we'll do a video to show like our current bathroom it, and house and stuff before we leave. It's actually quite, quite tragic. sad. It's it, pretty tragic. It's like a little hose that just like... Yeah. It just sprays me a little bit. So the bathroom is another one. Uh, the garage. Yeah, the garage I, is important to So you. I always thought I wanted like a 20-car garage, whatnot. After quarantine, I learned I want to – I just want to be efficient. I want to have like my guilty pleasure car, and then I'm going to have my daily. That's it. And then you have your car. Because the thing is, I get to go and drive every single car I want. We're very lucky. I'm very fortunate in, in that regard. Yeah, I, I don't need to hoard cars anymore. I feel like I, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not a baby. I'd rather have a nice house than have an, uh, 30 billion cars. Like, it's fucking stupid. So I don't want to be like I don't want to be like a child anymore. And I feel the same way about the house. I don't need 30 rooms. I need the rooms that I need. Yeah. So I need a nice garage, a three-car garage that I can enjoy and, and like enough a nice enough driveway to park the cars. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, because I like to stare at him. I like to take pictures. I like to go out. I like to make videos on him. It's it brings you joy. Exactly that. I also need a big backyard. Need a, you have a lot of demands. I that, but that's what I'm saying. I, I I don't care so much about the house being big. I care more about the backyard being huge. And the reason why I need a huge backyard is just like you're saying. I I really like gardening, and I I actually have like a, a an insane like muscle memory. When it comes to gardening. he has a green thumb, guys. Like I legitimately balance. Like I'm doing this. I'm like, wait, you're doing it wrong. He she's had like, like flashbacks. She's like, childhood. how do you know? I was like, I don't know, but I know this. And then I just started putting the seeds. Everything grew. Like I, I, I really like that. I love animals. You know that. I want Tata to have a beautiful house. Um, 
my new to run. Well, new is going to be able to run up and down. I want beautiful landscaping. I want nice plants. I That really makes me happy. Like yeah. being able to see all this life around me yeah. makes me really happy. And, and of course, your barbecue station, because now you like to grill. Well, I like outside. Outdoors, barbecue is really important. Yeah. Like a nice pool deck area to chill with people and talk to everybody. That puts me in a great mood. So I needed that. And also, a decent enough... Um, uh, common area for the family for us to be able to watch tv and the stuff that we enjoy because we make a lot of content digital content that you know we like to play on tv i like to watch i like uh, to me that's important the cozy room and let me just say heated floors because i'm a dick now oh 100 <laughs> heated floors so those are my my priority lists yeah and then the rest i can live without but that's been my evolution from covid like it really brought me to these things whereas before i thought i just needed more rooms for some reason i needed a bigger like i don't know like yeah. it didn't have a structure my my thought didn't have a structure yeah so what about you um i agree the kitchen like i can't wait to finally like kind of like build or like restructure the kitchen let me just tell you this i can't wait to not hit myself well, in, the head in our yeah, kitchen the right current now hood of above the oven is was made for a very short person so we have to put like little plastic things you know the like ones child proof we have to child proof it because i keep banging my head on it and at some point i thought i was going to get a concussion during quarantine but anyways i'm sorry baby so kitchen uh kitchen for sure um i can't wait to have an incredible gym with my pilates performer that I have dreamed about for a decade. Yeah. That is going to be a space that I can't wait to do. Um, and the garden. Like, I want to have, like, a garden house. So we've been watching a lot of HGTV, you guys. Like, we're obsessed. We have. And by the way, there's some shows that are really good and some shows that are really over the top. There was one where... Because Bill and I are looking at prices, like, how much money we have because we want to put this house and really make it bolerific to our standards. So we're looking at what uh, what type of floors we like, what type of this. And she's got a great eye. So whatever it is, she's going to make it work no matter what. But we're also getting ideas. And we're watching these shows where the guy goes, our budget's 650 grand. And I'm like, man, you're going to have to buy like a, a, a house made out of paper just based on where we live, right? Yeah, of course. You're going to have to buy a house made out of paper. And then you see these guys like in Vegas or in other places buying these huge houses that need all of the work in the world. So the house is like 400 grand and the guy comes in and puts like 120, 150 and it changes everything. It's insane. It's it's fascinating. And I watched those shows. I was like, man, babe, we're going to be able to do all this shit. And then yeah. I watch another show. Well, this one wasn't on HGTV. This was on Netflix. Well, apparently Netflix has way, a higher, way bigger budget, a way bigger budget. Than, <laughs> and, and the people that are in Netflix have way bigger budgets because they go and and this guy is like, yeah, I want to redo my kitchen. I'm like, oh, he's just redoing his kitchen, like just blowing up a wall and putting like five things. It was 70 something thousand dollars to do his kitchen. I was like, babe, never he mind. He started sweating. He was like, I was like, we're not, we're not doing anything. We're not doing anything. We're and then I was like, hang on, <laughs> let me put on Fixer Upper. And that's where we saw this. But in one of the episodes of Fixer Upper, um, they build this gorgeous casita for their garden. And we were like, oh my God, we have to do that. Like, it's just, there's something very rewarding about gardening, as you know. And you see everything grow and then you cook it and you make it and there's just so much pride and it's so much more delicious. Yeah. Um, and it really keeps you healthy. Yeah. And your allergies. It helps you with your allergies, guys, because yeah. if you're eating from whatever's around you, you're building anti-allergenics uh, yeah. from the plants because the mushrooms build them. I don't know if that's a real word or not, but it's a real science fact. No, no, no for real. Um, and then, I mean, of course, I'm excited to build the closet. Oh, yeah. 
so we have a, it's an empty space basically mm-hmm. and i like because i've learned having a lot of closets what i need and what i don't yeah and i'm excited to to like how you are about the garage i am about the closet and yeah. of course the bathroom but i mean i'm excited about it all <laughs> as you should as you should i'm really excited too so if you guys are looking for a house just make sure that you know yourselves really well before you buy a house totally it'll show it'll uh, that that i think is the biggest tip that i have 2020 2020 Alejandro was really wise so wise my god he's telling you guys really get to know yourself and then buy your house don't and do it the other way around i think too what i've learned um is over the years if we've bought in houses we've rented houses is don't be so close-minded and i'm for sure guilty of this um but don't be like i have to be five minutes from here ten minutes from there like there has to be sacrifices that's gonna be give and take like so like like anything so if your dream house if, if your dream is to have i don't know a pool and that means you have to live 20 minutes outside of the city then make your figure out what your priorities are like you can't yeah. if you can't have it all like you wanted to maybe at that point or stage in your life that's okay work towards it but be open-minded like wh- what's more important to you and i think us doing this move like we've been very open-minded and as we've grown in the other houses it's been like oh why was I so rigid who cares that wasn't important this that whatever whatever now I'm like I know what I want yeah because even I'm willing to know what I'm going to sacrifice which we're really lucky because we're not sacrificing anything really in this house (laughs) (laughs) um I mean we're there's different things happening but um that would be my tip to be open-minded and not be like rigid with like it has to be a mile from like my friends or my mom or the store. Like I agree. It's a, all good. A lot of people miss out on a lot of really good shit because of that. Like we did for a long time living in the city where we were like, we want to be in the middle of everything. And Which then, by the way, we were such losers because we never went anywhere. We idiots. always stayed home with our dogs. We're, we're so, st- uh, I'm not, I'm not even going to say this. And, uh, <laughs> it's true, <laughs> but it's true. So that's our 2020 advice on, on house hunting now. Let's move on to the biggest things you can't stand about me or me about I want you, you to go first because mine's and, way longer. And then we'll ask at the end of the of everything, is it okay to change a person or should you accept the person? Yeah. So number one, I think it's really important to know that. <laughs> Are you nervous? You look I, nervous. Well, I'm petrified. Always. Always. Just so you all know. That's what, that's what being in a that's happy what marriage, marriage is. That's what being in a happy marriage is like. Just <laughs> being terrified. Everyone wants to know the secret. Of, of, your, <laughs> of your loved one. So I think to me, I, I think to me, I, I want to also explain to everybody and for everybody to think about this. You're never going to find the person that's just going to be 10 out of 10. Of course. Like with all of, of your, because then you, you don't even know yourself that much to begin with. Not you, but like a regular person know, to know course. like, oh, this is what I like. Like we told you, we thought we wanted all these things in a house. And then once you're sitting down and really getting to, to know you, you get to realize, oh my God, I am completely different from when I thought. Yeah. Um, I think it's the same thing here. A lot of people go Absolutely. into a relationship with the expectation of it'll be perfect like this or like that. And the reality is, and wouldn't you agree, that you would have to make sacrifices to the point where you're okay with them. Like, you know, he does this, but I'm fine with it, right? Of, listen, first of all, any relationship, there's compromises. Like, that is yeah. a relationship in marriage. Like, you're, there always got to be a compromise. That's right. That's right. So I'm going to start with mine. Please. The biggest pet peeves I have about you. I've never and, heard this, by uh, the way. If I accept it or will change it. Yeah, you do. Okay. I just don't tell you I hate it. 
I just tell you, can, can you do something about it? I, I know a couple of them. Couple. Here's number one. The way you <laughs> smell. No, I'm just kidding. I'm absolutely kidding. You should have seen her face. Oh, my God, guys. I'm terrified. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> the way you burp at night. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> sounds like you're describing yourself. Well, thank you. Uh, I didn't know that I had a smell problem. Uh, well, fortunate oh, showers. Okay, shower. fine. Fine. Uh, mine is the that you want things done in a certain time. Yeah. Like, like that. I do it. Like, yeah, like, like you do it. Like we're finishing dinner, get up and do the dishes. Like, oh, can I just sit here and watch TV for another two hours and just, no, you got to do it right now. But at the same time, I like that because otherwise I'd be a fucking mess. Yeah. So my list is short, sweetie. It's that and also the other thing that, well, but you changed that. You used to message me a lot during the day when I was busy doing movies. Oh, no, I don't. I don't text her. And it would drive me nuts. I was like, man, I'm fucking having a meeting with like 80 people. And he's like, why are you not answering? I was like, God, fuck. I missed my sweetie. Well, I missed my sweetie too, Mm. but that was ridiculous. I don't even remember that. You didn't do that. You don't do that anymore. Well, I'm always with you also. That's true. I feel like, <laughs> by the way, I feel like this year you haven't texted me much. But by yeah. the way, it's also growth in our relationship. Like the yeah. first couple of years, you're, you know, you're like insecure and you're navigating and all that. So what about you? What about me? What? I thought you were going to say something else. What? Uh, how, like I travel. How you travel? Yeah. Like what? you hate, you don't like how, like how I have an itinerary and stuff. That, uh, actually I'm going to go with that too. I don't like to go somewhere with a plan yeah like and the reason why is you'll get really disappointed if you do have a plan like yeah. you want to go somewhere and play it as you go because what if the first night let's say that you go three days to vegas i'm just putting My vegas as an example i understand yeah. me too uh you go three days to vegas the first day you plan like we're gonna have dinner at this hotel and that's a really important dinner for me because of this and then the next day we're gonna go to the pool in the morning and then at night we're gonna go to this other place right which is totally not us but let's just say that's the case you get to vegas and then you feel sick and you can't go to that. I can't go or, to the day party. And you don't go to that dinner, right? And then to the day party. Then you're like start to get flustered about like nothing is going well for me in your fucking vacation. Mm-hmm. Which is why I don't like it. I also don't like to go on vacation somewhere to relax and think that I need to do stuff. So I hopefully you agree. I've completely changed that now when we travel. Because yeah. you were vocal about it. And but I, I was very. I'm a Listen. I'm a very type A person. I said this in the last podcast. I'm an Aries. I'm very like, I like knowing what I'm doing. That's how I've always traveled. But as I've grown, I realize, oh shit, we're going to Cabo. Like maybe I should chill the fuck out and like lay by the pool, which is very hard for me to do. So you realized the <clears throat> hunter was right. I was like, oh, I guess being lazy is cool. Um, um, but I have adjusted when we travel. Like even like the last time we went to Rome, I I was like, listen, there's one restaurant I want to go to. Yeah. And you were like, cool. But before I was like, okay, we're waking up at eight. At eight forty five, we're doing this. Yeah. At nine p.m., you're doing this. Yeah. I that was exhausting. Yeah. But, but I I listened. We had a great time in Spain, for example. We did, but we were also there like. I know two days. So literally two or three days. Yeah. Um, what about you, sweetie? Why well, don't you start? Oh my list is for oh, my sure God. longer. Guys, get ready. Get ready and Every, take out. You know what? Everyone pour yourself a glass of wine. Why don't you take it easy? Settle in. Shut up, Aileron. Um, <laughs> um, hmm. Go ahead, sweetie. Okay. Well, I would say my one of the ones that drives me really insane. Oh, boy. One of the ones. Is you leave things for the last minute. 
That's and not it, true. It like it burns my soul because I am such a planner and like I'll a perfect example is like the airport situation. Like let's say we're going on a flight. He knows we're leaving at 8am. Sergio's like looking at me. <laughs> so we're leaving at 8am and he knows obviously in the morning there's things that like need to get done. So for me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it the night before. Instead, you wake up rushed, you're running late and you have to get all these things done instead of just like giving yourself the proper amount of time to do it. And then you get flustered, then you get short, like all agitated and then you're a grump. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you guys. My biggest problem is I can't set up my bong at night to be ready for the morning because at night I use it before going to that sleep. That is not the reference. So I, I need to go grab my bong, clean it, put it in the car so that I can get to the airport and, you know, uh, just look at it while we're at the airport and then getting the flight. But also my bathroom key. I'm going to... I'm going to need all my bathroom stuff in the morning. What do you want me to do with the bathroom stuff? You know what I'm talking about. Like you're just, you, you can be very disorganized and you like, you get super flustered. And instead, if you just like allocated an additional 15 minutes, your life, your life would run smoother. So that's that, ridiculous. So that drives me really crazy. Cause I'm so, <laughs> so opposite. Okay. Um, you can be very messy. Like you're like, no. a, you're like a squirrel and he leaves me these little piles everywhere. Of what? Um, everything like he walk. He's like a kid. You walk in, you like throw your backpack, your hat, your shoes, the keys. He'll leave his watch and his ring in the most. <laughs> Sergio's chuckling, <laughs> in the most random places. This goes back to being disorganized. Like he would lose his credit card like once a week. He'd be like, "Have you seen my keys? Have you seen my credit card? Have you seen this?" Like not know, anymore though, because you've been home. Because you've been home for nine months. I don't think so. Mm. I, I no, because I've been traveling so much and traveling unfortunately well, has made me be responsible um so that like and it kind of ties in with you just being like last minute <sighs> and that really 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 grinds my gears okay um and i think i'll leave it at those three that are kind of all the same i don't know i think the portuguese shower also bothers you <laughs> It's not really a thing. Really? Because um, you, I mean, man, whenever I, I'm like, all right, babe, I'm just going to take a Portuguese shower. She's like, don't be disgusting. That's not really like a pet peeve. You do that like every blue moon and it only started with quarantine. <laughs> well, I'm clean. I haven't sweat. Like I haven't been sweating a lot. But like you're like, you're very clean. Like that. It's not that. It's more like you leave me little piles, but you like you'll, you leave a task for the very last minute and I'm so, so opposite. Yeah. And that like, it's a, it's a massive pet peeve that drives me insane. All right. So would you say that you have to change the person that you love? Like, oh, processing all of her magazines and everybody, every like Cosmo, like how to give your guy a blow. No, wait, you're reading the wrong That's magazine. a different magazine. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't read magazines to be honest with you guys. It's been a while. Digital has taken over. Uh, would you change so, your other or would you accept him as he is? So I don't think you listen. Pe of course, people can change. Right. I my advice. And it took me like seven years into our relationship to, to learn this um, is to adapt. So I've adapted to you and I have gently nudged you to like be aware of these things that bother me and for you to try and be aware of them. Just how you said to me about the traveling at first, I was so, I took it so defensively. Cause I was like, I'm planning this for us and I'm doing all this work and I'm doing all this research. And like this motherfucker is telling me like, 
this is his worst nightmare. But I listened to you <laughs> and I was like, okay, I looked at it from your point of view and now I, I adjusted myself. So I yeah. don't think you should change somebody. If there is something genuine that you really don't like about someone, then that you need to reflect on you. But these are things that I have been able to adapt with you and like gently nudged you to be like, hey, these things, can you? I need you to be aware of them because yeah. they're driving me insane. I actually don't think uh, you're going to change the person. I think it's more of a... There are certain things that I'm fine with, uh, with, with me not liking yeah. that you do, right? But I know at some point, you will either see the light or I'll see the light on the point. The, and that's mostly what happens. Like, there's 100%. not a single, there's not one thing that I look at Belen and I'm like, like, because how many, hang on, how many couple friends do we have that, first of all, are miserable in their marriage, For but, sure. but they do it because, they want to change everything about the other person that they're with. Yeah. Like the couple that's always yelling at each other because the dude's fat. Right. Like, you met him like that. He was not skinny ever. Yeah. Why are you always on his case about being on a diet? Yeah. Like, isn't that a... St like, I understand he's for his own benefit and whatnot, but the dude was always like that. Yeah. And he's never, like, been an athletic dude. He's never, like, any of that. It's not who he is. Why is she like that? Like, I, I feel well, like that's that, when you're I mean, destined. that's a, such a deeper level. I mean, there's clearly a lot of stuff wrong with her that she's projecting onto, like, the relationship. But that's what I'm saying. So just know, guys, because it feels like uh, it's someone else's. Because I think this is the biggest problem for those people. Yeah. They legitimately see those problems that they have as the other person's problem. Instead of realizing it's themselves. That's right. Yeah. 100%, right? Yeah. So uh, don't fall for that trap. I don't think you're going to have to change whoever you really like. You can't change. There might be some things that you're going to be willing to just put up with. Like, again, it's that give and take in that it's relationship. It's a compromise, of course. It's a compromise. But uh, in that give and take, those, those like little things that bother you will change eventually. Whether you'll realize yourself, oh, I see why she likes to do this the way she does. Or she will realize, oh, I understand. Like with us. 100% and yeah. I think it's also accepting like I remember it took me like honestly like six years to really accept this about you oh my god what like and you've said this to me all the time like he's our new surgeon so you know this my, our marriage might end right now go ahead I, I'm all handing the divorce papers I'm all um You've so, you, like you've told me so many times, I cannot read your mind. Like, just tell me what you need or what you want because like- And you're, how you like it. Because you're- No, like- Because-, <laughs> because. <laughs> How you like that thing to be- Oh my God, no, that's worse. How, but how, how do you expect that thing to unfold? Yeah, because you're like, you're just going to be disappointed. And for literally like the first five or six years, I remember just always thinking like- why isn't he like planning this for us or like being like, Hey babe, like let's go for a walk or like, I plan this, I plan that. Like, and then I was like, well, it's probably because I'm the planner in the relationship and you are better at it. Meaning me. Yeah. And, but I held on to this and I had so much like resentment in me. Cause I was like, he doesn't do like, why can't he just think of something to do for me? Yeah, because in a perfect world, the way they, they sell you a couple, like uh, the guy's going to do all these things and the girl's going to do all these things. And it's a fairy tale right. romance. And that's what the instructions were. And, right. And, so that's what you had imprinted in your head. And because let's say I would do those things for you. That's I'm like, I'm he, why isn't he reciprocating it for me? And my love language is acts of service. Yeah. Alejandro's is uh, words of affirmation and touch. If anyone wanted to know.
Is it? Yeah. Interesting. Um, so I finally kind of like was like, instead of being so like kind of resentful, I, I was, I decided, okay, I'm going to be proactive. I'm just going to tell him like, I, Hey, this is the plan. This is what we're doing. And if there were times where I needed you to do, it, I'd be like, Hey, like, it'd be nice if you planned a date night Yeah. and I'd put it on your radar and you would always make it the same reservation at the same restaurant, but it was fine. It was always at Chaconis. Um, <laughs> I'm creative, <laughs> Yeah. but I accepted that instead of it honestly would like I lose sleep over it for so many years I was so like just like I didn't understand and then when I finally communicated it to you because you told me like just tell me tell me and I because I'm like why can't you just read my mind yeah it's kind of a fucking po impossible by the way but, to I, every accept single but woman, I accepted it to you the, know what I mean to the three women listening to this podcast there's more <laughs> but I think adjusting and accepting I agree is two huge things and just knowing you if it's a huge thing like let's say you were a smoker and you weren't going to change that like maybe that would be a deal breaker for me you know yeah. what i mean like that i don't want to be around that or what, whatever it would yeah. be whatever thing that you um, really don't like and then it's not about changing yourself but it's like i said it's the adjusting because you love this person and you want to work it out and you you want to build a life with this person and obviously these are really stupid shit that our pet peeves are it's nothing I know, crazy but a, but a lot of people those are like the deal breakers you know, I know and of that's course. why i like to talk about it so from another do and don't and another pet peeve to another i mm. uh, think that i was really bad in our relationship was and still is i, I don't want to say i'm bad i just have my own style how about that i have my own style it's bad and that is gifting I do my own thing in the holidays, your birthday, all of that stuff. Let me say, you're a great gift giver. Okay. I I always I look a great giver. forward to my gifts from you every year. Because I don't like to be like, here, this is what I want. I'll be like, oh, I really like these things. But I don't have any elements of surprise really in my life because I am such a planner that I always look forward to your gifts because it's something that like I'm like, oh my God, what do you get me? That's right. You have great taste. That's right. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That, by the way, guys, this is the first time I'm hearing this for That's the first not time true. ever. I've told you for the first time ever. My wife just gave me a compliment. <laughs> just so you know, I waited years and years He's for this. So ridiculous. We're actually gonna end the show on that note. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm a. So it's no secret. I'm a last minute shopper. That's what I do. He goes on I, Christmas Eve. And he gets my gift. And I hang on, hang on. Before you, you, you're gonna get your chance of telling everybody how terrible I am at sabotage doing this. you. But the reality is, I'm a last minute guy. I listen. I don't need to think about your gift or your anything. Like, let me just give it to you the day before. I'm not a creative person that can do like uh, one of those like, ooh, they like this, and then they create a couch and it smells like that. And I, I'm not a creative guy. Clearly, by my example with the couch, because no woman wants a couch that smells like that. Uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I just don't have that creativity. So how, what is it like dealing with someone like me? Because you're completely the opposite. You're someone who really plans thoughtful presents and it's amazing at giving them and like you get it done like months before. What is it like to for, deal for with? For me, gifting, it's the Olympics. Like it's a sport for me. So it does really bother me. Like it makes me feel that it's last minute, but I'm not a thought. <laughs> And you just go and get it. But I know it's not like that, but yeah. that's how it comes off. Of course. Because you're like, oh, it's 7 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Let me go get her gift. Where for me, I plan months ahead. I probably made a Pinterest board and a mood board. Wow. And I already had, I've had his gift since October, you guys, for this year. Like I get it like two to three months in advance. Yeah, me too. Um, but that's me. And I'm a planner. 
Yeah. So I like I know on Christmas Eve you're like or Christmas Eve during the day you're like all flustered and he's like I have to go run an errand. I'm like I know where you're going. And then you're like, you'll text me. You're like, which CVS should I go to? And I'm like, let me guess. You're getting my Christmas card. Well, do you want a Christmas card or not? I need to go to the CVS that's open at so midnight. I, I'm, that is not my jam. I'm not a last minute person. I like to have everything prior. What are your tips to shop for someone who you love? Right. What, what, what's an easy way of getting into Like, show me. Teach me how to do it. Like, how do you buy someone a gift? How do you know? Like, well, how do you go about it? From I mean, your parents to your husband to your, you know, siblings, whatever. <laughs> um, I think some great tips are finding out, like, maybe their hobbies, what they like doing. Um, you know, if there is a certain product that they really like, a designer that they really like. I also, for me personally, really like giving people gifts of um, items that I like. So for instance, like my favorite lotion, my favorite like makeup line, my favorite um, laundry detergent, because that's how old and boring I am. Oh. But I think that is a really thoughtful and curated gift that is effort. Instead of just going to Neiman Marcus and buying a $100, $200 mindless gift. Now, Does that make sense? So for yeah, instance, yeah. like my dad loves wine. Yeah. So he has everything under the sun, but I will spend some time researching maybe the latest bottle opener or like a cooler or I don't know, a cool new book that somebody wrote. And I know he'll genuinely enjoy it and appreciate it and yeah. appreciate it. So for you, I would be like, Oh, well maybe there's like a new bong I could get him oh. or, or customize it or like Nike shoes. And I would customize like whatever designs that you like on it. So let me understand this. You're saying that for someone you need to really know them well understand what well if it's for your tick. significant other or your parents I bet you you do right um so for example you're saying that there's a lot of things that you really love that you gift others so yeah. if i give you this christmas the best weed i've ever smoked but see let me stop you there you know i don't like weed don't stop me right there sweetie why can you just take the weed and then i'll smoke it because you know i don't like weed all right i'm just trying to buy myself weed for christmas i guess so why would you <laughs> gift me something that you know i generally won't, won't enjoy <laughs> I didn't know that. You you know, it's one of my favorite products. Your I'll, favorite products. What I'm saying is I'm making sure that I understand what you're saying. So now weed's eliminated from the list. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's also helpful. Like what else? That like for instance, I could send you an email and be like, Hey, I like these five things, just kind of giving you ideas. And this is for any couple, you know? Like Yeah. You no know shaming that. No, like, hey, I really like these workout shoes. I really like these earrings and I really want to try um this new face mask. Yeah. And you give somebody a couple options so that you don't necessarily have to buy them any of those items, but you you get ideas, you can get creative and be like, Oh, well, she said she did want some new workout shoes. So maybe I'll get her these Adidas instead of whatever. I 100% agree with you. I feel like it's fine and to, to tell the other person, like, you know, look around this ballpark and give them an idea. If they're so not that they're creative. not disappointed and then they're stuck with this gift and they're like, cool, you spent all this money. Oh, oh, because let me tell you guys. we have a story about that. Oh, I have a story about that. All right. I have a story about that. All right. Uh, the first, like, couple of Christmases. Glenn it was our first I, Christmas. No, it was the second. It was the first Christmas. Because we had a house already. We were in the apartment. Really? With the computer? And the Chanel shoes. Babe. I remember everything. Right. I'm so like an encyclopedia. One, let me tell you this. I don't remember the Chanel shoes. This is what I remember. They were hang on, hang on, tan, hang on, hang on, hang on. Black toe. Hang on. I don't remember that. This is what I remember. I remember that Belen needed a computer desperately, desperately. So here I am, 
I'm Alejandro. I'm terrible at gifting, but she needs a fucking computer. And I know about computers. I know what to get her. This is going to be fucking great. So comes Christmas time, and I gave her a computer. She absolutely. I was devastated. I was like, he got me an it. electronic for Christmas. Our first Christmas, he got me an electronic. And and I couldn't believe it. Like we returned it and got you shoes or something. They were the same price as left. You guys, I was twenty three. I was and, a moron. Hang on. And by the way, what do you think happened a month later? I was like, I need the I need the computer. So I had to buy the computer anyway. That was the only time. What about the digital camera? Oh, that was fucked up. You did that on purpose. <laughs> you guys understand what I'm saying? He did that Here, on purpose. She, this is he, a woman is that likes to take pictures all the time, take selfies and all this shit. I'm like, I got the perfect gift for her. Instead of her Kodak bullshit camera, here's a digital camera. I wasn't using a Kodak. You didn't meet me in the fucking 90s or the 80s. Anyways, right, he was really fucked up because he gave me a really fucked up card. And then you were like, here's your camera. And then you're like, oh, wait, I got you this too. And I was like, why? Like you wanted to see me tortured, but anyways, to go back well, to after the my gifting, first Christmas nightmare, to go back to the gifting, I do want to say this: we are in a pandemic, and this is a this is a, well, this is a tip for you, but it's more it's a tip for our listeners. Here you go. Let me know, sweetie. I got my pen right here. Well, I'm just saying this because I obviously have a business and I ship, and. Because Christmas is around the corner, anyone who is listening to this, they should get their gifts online. If they're if they're choosing to buy their gift online, that they need to get it done basically in the next two days because like UPS, USPS, all those companies are like overwhelmed. Overwhelmed and Christmas gifts will not arrive in time. I mean, we literally had to like give that disclosure on all of our businesses today. So wow. that is just a pro tip because a lot of people aren't actually going to stores to shop. You can go to stores, but if you wanted to stick to the online route, do that. Also, another pro tip, make sure you sign up for the newsletters. You get a discount. So that if, you're, is true. if you're buying your significant other, or your your friends or your mom or whoever, sign up for that newsletter. You get a 10 to 15% off usually, and that can save you some money. But just to plan ahead because Christmas is legitimately next week. Wow. Well, those are great tips. And and honestly, I wrote down buy online shit now. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna send you an email of a couple of things I have my I'm gonna on. I'm gonna get home. And I'm going to ignore this note until this last very minute, like I always do. I'm and honestly, then purchase it. I'm really like, I'm for real. I'm concerned this year with you because you haven't been to a mall or a store this entire year. There's a pandemic going on. Well, so the, I have a pretty good excuse. No, for not they're, having op a gift, they're open. No? The malls are open. I listen. Ivan sent me like a gift for my birthday and it came a little later. No, my birthday gift was late this year. Was I mad with Ivan? No. I was perfectly fine because I understand the situation. There's a pandemic going on, and I'm sure you will too because you're a very wonderful, absolutely not. beautiful, reasonable woman. Nope. Strong, independent. Shut up. <laughs> I think with that, we can end the show. This was Chats with Sweetie, episode number two. Chats with Sweetie. We'll make that the intro. That's hey, going to be our jingle. Thank you so much, Sweetie, for your time. Thank you, Sergio, my second Sweetie, for your time. And thank you, everybody listening. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I hope it was helpful. Remember, hope that you can find us in Spotify, Apple, like uh, Google Cast, and all of the stuff. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and Twitter, every other platform, YouTube, every other platform we're on. Not on Twitter because they don't have. Is long Twitter time. a thing? I don't know. It is. It is. But uh, all right. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Take care. Take it easy. <laughs> Chat with Tweety, Tweety. Chat with Tweety.